This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. The Joey Payne Show, every Wednesday from 2 till 4 p.m. Hello, I'm Joey Page and I host the Indie Alternative Psych Music Show on Fubar Radio every Wednesday from 2pm. You can also expect a little slice of punk and ska and a few other bits of hip-hop and things like that as well. I speak to bands, musicians and even your favourite venues and record stores. What we've done is we've put together a top lineup of past and current interviews. If you want the full episodes which feature me babbling on like this and all the songs, then you can find us on the Fubar Radio website. However, each of these special little episodes, which are exclusive to Spotify and iTunes, will feature the best of the best up-and-coming bands, as well as our favourite ever guests. On this episode, I got the chance to sit down with Holly Cook in the summer, in the middle of her mammoth run of UK festivals, and we had a chat about dancing together at a festival to the Gypsy King, sadly, something that never materialised, but is a long-standing dream of mine in the future. Pizza Girl, who is just one of the coolest new sort of bedroom solo artists around also Drench who have got a new album coming out this February got them on the phone I was talking to Owen about his culinary skills and also from June I've got a chat on the phone with Courtney Barnett it's a good one Joey Page's full show is live every Wednesday from 2 till 4pm welcome to the show Holly thank you so much Um, how are you doing yeah, if you put them on, oh, you'll be able to hear the applause that's, that's, that's nice. been manufactured yeah, yeah. by a machine. That's real nice. Um, I don't like the sound of my own voice in headphones, but uh, if there's if there's if there's going to be applause, I'm willing to. All right. Well, I'll just keep adding it in at random <laughs> yeah. points, sister. Uh, thank <laughs> you, thank you so much. Uh, everything you say, I'll be like, so wise, <laughs> bang. There we go. So, are you well? Um, really well, yeah. thank you, yeah. What have you been up to today, this afternoon? I went for a power walk. A power walk? <laughs> I was going to go to the gym and then I thought, nah. my gym's like underground and it was sunny, so I thought so, I'd go for a little, oh, nice. little walk. Yes. And then I had lunch with my best friend who's very sad about boys. Ah, oh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. You know. I played football yesterday and now I can't move. Uh, so I'm yeah, like walking I'm, around like a robot. I'm looking forward to my yeah. very, very stiff legs tomorrow morning. So let's get into some, some music stuff then, because we've not really come on here to talk about stiff legs <laughs> <laughs> syndrome, <laughs> so I'm gonna, so I'm going to name it. So you've had a very interesting career in terms of, you obviously started off working in the slits, yeah. which is punk, then you did a dub album, and now your sort of reggae album. It, it seems like uh, a lot of genre hopping. And I basically wanted to start by asking you, do you think that that's been almost a hindrance or has that been quite a useful thing to for people not to be able to pin down um, ooh, where to place is, you. Is it a hindrance? No, no, mm. I don't think so. I think, if anything, it proves that you need not be uh, boxed into one one region of one genre of music region, whatever. Um, I was so tempted to press the applause. <laughs> then that's a good answer. <laughs> um, people people change you know of course that's, yeah that's okay people grow and evolve and also at the same time for whatever reason punk and reggae are not too that dissimilar far away from each other i suppose yeah. ideology wise no because it's i mean yeah I almost think, like I think on the outskirts of popular culture i got into reggae through being in the slits and uh, and being a tiny punk. So. A tiny punk. <laughs> I like that. One. A tiny punk. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
I'm sure you get asked this question all the time, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't document <laughs> this properly with the correct question. Do you find that there's, there's a bit of pressure because of uh, your family lineage, I, your, your dad being in the Sex Pistols, of course? Or is that something that's never really crossed your mind? It's just something that, that media people like to just make a little story out of, or what's the what's I, the rub of that? I will I will not flip the question, but I will mm. ask you to uh, further your question mm. by uh, asking me whether I feel pressure from myself, the media and outside world, or my Sex Pistol father. I would say you're f- uh, from your father. From my father. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. I think that he had, uh, when I was younger, relatively high aspirations for me to be a doctor or a lawyer oh, okay. or something really reliable and, and high earning. But as soon as he realised that music was definitely like my core interest, which was literally from the age of about two, he said that I you know, sang along to everything and oh, he, just, nice. he just kind of knew that that was the case. And in a way... Singing think, along to the Sex Pistols at two yeah. years old, screaming. <laughs> Um, I, he he's done nothing but encourage that and uh, and be really cool about it and uh, yeah you know just let me let me do it. I want to fast forward to uh, your album, which has just recently come out, uh, Vessel of Love. First of all, what a great album cover! Uh, tell us a bit about how the artwork came Thanks. together for that. So I just kind of always get an, a kind of an image or an idea in my head of what the album art is going to look like while I'm sort of Making ri- it. writing the album, yeah. And being a mermaid riding a seahorse just would not leave my My, my favourite little run. figure there is the little clam guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like, are you okay? Is he alright? <laughs> yeah, just little characters just kept getting added as time went on and my friend, my good friend Robin Eisenberg is the illustrator and I've worked with her since I did my first album however many years ago that was uh, five or six years ago so yeah I just thought I give her a, a rough idea you know octopus playing stuff yeah, yeah, yeah shark swimming in the background me mermaid seahorse and nice and you've had such a sort of successful and varied career so far like you know you've done Jules Holland something that really piqued my interest uh, because I'm a big Stone Roses fan is that you that you performed at Heaton Park with Stone Roses at the request of Ian Brown <laughs> now I've got I've got two stories about Ian Brown and one uh, is probably a bit too long to go into but basically someone tried to have their picture taken with him whilst holding a piece of paraphernalia to uh, promote the business that they ran and he threatened to round us kick their head off their shoulders and then which I think is fair enough another time when I was really young I was on a bus in Hammersmith and I guess Ian Brown must have been doing Hammersmith Apollo or something but he was walking alongside the bus and we was in traffic so I was going exactly the same speed as him and then as I clocked that it was him I was on my own so I just kept sort of looking and then he kept staring back at me and so basically what I'm trying to say is is he a terrifying man as he as he makes out that he is he is one of the nicest men I have ever met see I knew he was going to say that but kind of in my head he's still the most terrifying really, human being on the planet I can't, I can't can't even imagine that side of him and so how did that come about the, the Stone Roses um personal request (laughs) so he is a friend of my dad they Mm -hmm. have forged a friendship over the years and we uh me and my dad used to go and see him play a lot most when he was doing 
his solo yeah. career. So we got to know him a bit more and started hanging out. And he came to my first gig. He's a big reggae fan. He cool. came to my first gig at the Jazz Cafe. Oh, nice. And it was around the time that Stone Roses had announced the Heaton Park gigs. Mm. And uh, after the gig, I was very drunk mm. and i was just sort of like oh well done on the gigs that's gonna be nice let me know if you need a support act <laughs> kind of thing i think it's the wink and finger <laughs> that probably clinched was, the deal for you it was definitely the wink yeah. and point that, yeah. uh, that sealed the deal for him and i you know that it was i don't i don't really know if that had anything to do with it but obviously they did handpick all of the uh support acts that played yeah um, so yeah, oh, great. He just uh, um, he sent a little message a couple of weeks later. It was a bit, bit weird. <laughs> oh, but that's so cool. And so, uh, Ves- Vessel of Love is out. I get, let me get my teeth in. <laughs> Vessel. Uh, Vessel of Love is out. It's, it's a great record. And you're doing some performances at festivals and stuff shortly. You're doing Fantastic Witchwood Festival, which is a great, really great festival. Yeah, with, that'll uh, be my first time. Gypsy Kings, Shed Seven, Baxter Jury, who I've got like a massive man crush on. And so, uh, didn't know Gypsy Kings were playing. Yeah, they are. My, so that'd be a right my mum's favourite. I'll be oh. bringing her. Is that going to be your plus one? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd be excited to see them as well yeah, live. It's going to be great. That, yeah, that is definitely something that has been played that I've put on. But like yeah. when you're a kid, I remember. Yeah, like, that is childhood you know, some for me. Point, That's a yeah, big part of it. At some point, some random uncle will break <laughs> up the Gypsy Kings at a party. After a few wines. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a really great yeah, festival. Um, and I think people can still get tickets for that, probably. Just about. So that's that's my s- sneaky tip if you're looking for a festival this summer. So um, thank you so much for coming in to see us. Oh, um, it's been so a pleasure. I'm looking forward me. to catching up with you at some festivals this summer, yeah, um, including Witchwood and Stand and Calling and Festival Number Six. We can have a yeah. uh, we can have a dance off to Gypsy Kings. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Would it surprise you to know I've, I've got no no dancing <laughs> skills whatsoever? Uh, no dancing, no singing, no <laughs> instruments. That's why. I I'm not that side of the desk where you are. <laughs> but I will bring some Strongbow Dark Fruits because I find that, that a level of sugar is exactly what you need on day two of a festival. So uh, stay alive. Tell us a little bit about that before we play it and let you back out into Ooh. a power walk home. <laughs> I might do, actually. Yeah. It's still lovely out. But stay alive is... Oh, it's a bit... It was kind of a bit of a sad one, but stay alive is not so much, you know, actually staying alive, more of feeling alive feeling uh, together in loneliness. Sounds like you've been hanging around around your friend who's got boy troubles a bit too much. Um, Cool. Well, uh, let's give it a little blast. I'm going to let you introduce it. Yeah. That'd be nice. So, yeah, take it away, Holly. Hello, people listening to Food Bar Radio. This is Holly Cook with my single, Stay Alive. Joey Page's full show is live every Wednesday from 2 till 4pm. It's now time to welcome into the show someone that we've played on the show a fair few times now. Um, welcome, Pizza Girl. Sup? How's it going? I'm doing all right. Love with you. Yeah, good. Um, I, f- I think that's my first ever sop. So yeah. Sup? Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling a bit, my voice sounds a bit clogged. It's the hay fever. The pollen counts oh, high. My yeah, I get terrible, well. terrible, terrible yeah. hay fever, actually. So, uh, but, hang on, right. Well, this is going to be absolutely 
pointless for this. Well, maybe not. A lot of people suffer with hay fever. What 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 drugs know. are you having? Because um, boots, boots. There's a brands available. There's a there's a little nose spray. Is there called Flixinase? I think I've got it in my bag. I'll show you it in a minute. Oh yeah. And I have killer hay fever. It's really but bad. a little spray of that. About an hour before I actually get up in the morning, oh, I need to really sort me out. And a bit of Vaseline in the lining of your nostrils. It's crazy. I hate, I hate being clogged. I know, it's not but great. so you're like me. You're like a spring one because yeah. I'm alright by the summer. Are you? Yeah, Are you fine by know. the summer? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just unwell all the time. It seems. Oh god. Hate it. Which is why you're in. Uh, in your beats area, most yeah, of the time. Yeah, my little bedroom in Aintree Village with a race course. It's uh, great. Liverpool is home to a lot of stuff, but Aintree's not. But <laughs> it's got my beats area in if you want to come round. So, uh, beats area where you make your music. Yeah. Can you describe it to me a little bit? Um, it's really small. It's like a spare room. Right. And it's got a cardboard cutout of Jennifer Grey's face. Who's I'll, Jennifer Grey? You know, Daisy Dancing, you know, the lady. Oh, right, okay, Dancing. yeah. She watches over me as I bust a beat, I make a melody, and... Yeah, there's some really bad keyboards, some tacky instruments and stuff, and I feel like it all fits my little world, and my mum specifically made that room for me. Nice. Yeah. And uh, the, your promo shot, which the photo credit goes to Pete's and mum, did your mum actually yeah. take your She pressure? takes all of them, and she, I don't think to her credit, like she likes to do it, but she definitely <laughs> is good at it. Right, okay. So... Wouldn't it be great if we could get to a point in your career where you sort of farm your mum out as a professional photographer in a yeah, job that she clearly I wanna, hates? I want to do like a Keeping Up With The Pizza Girls, like like some Kardashian-esque <laughs> like family reality show with my mum as like the host. Nice. Yeah. Um, so let's have a little little chat about um, some of your music. A coffee shop in particular. Yeah. When, uh, when you made that, it's got such a strong... I don't know if you want to call it a hook. Yeah, it's a, it, it? it's it's more of an annoyance at the minute because it's so it's so like sickly sweet the, the intro. But isn't it, it? but it, no, but it's so good and it's like, what, did you know when you made that, that you're like, yeah, I'm on, I'm really on something with this? Or I, um, I don't know. I just I knew that that little that line in the beginning would be something that people would probably like instantly. It's probably really low, lowest common denominator music. It's like na na na, and it's like you listen to that and it's like okay, I'm sick of it now. But it's I thought I want to try and make it as catchy as possible. Well, it really is. But yeah, also, I just thought, oh, this is so good. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, and so, talk me through a little bit the process of how you make... Because you, like, it seems like you are at least inspired by, if not use a lot, uh, samples and things like that. So Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like loads of, like, 80s information, like, lift music. I yeah. like a lot of, like, vaporwave stuff. And I feel like I wanted to try and put my own spin on it. Because a lot of vaporwave and a lot of music like that is usually just create digged sounds from like the past that have been sampled and I didn't want to lean too heavily on samples so I want to try and make it my own because that all them voice at the beginning of coffee shop is just me pitched in weird ways okay. so it sounds like a, it sounds like a playground I want to sound like a yeah. kid's chant oh well, it's really cool however you. you achieved that and, and, <laughs> and obviously it's getting you some, some good attention yeah and, yeah. and uh, the EP and extended play uh, very meta uh, yeah but, yeah. but also, it's good. Like, I've, I've had this discussion with people before. It, it's really good when people kind of have a, a, a bit of fun with stuff like that. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Rather than just being so, like, oh. I didn't want to be too deep serious, with all stuff. Serious. I just wanted just to, to be as, as, like, straight to the point as possible. Yeah. So I could just let the music do the talking. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I did have one last week. We are scientists, and they were yeah. like, they're saying to their detriment that, that they almost have a bit too much fun and people don't take them yeah, yeah. seriously enough. 
but um, uh, you got to walk the line between novelty and like of course yeah and it's, it's a hard, hard line to walk and another band that I, I think are quite good at that uh, is someone that you are uh doing live dates with or have been doing live yeah, dates yeah. with hers yeah yeah Who? I've got three more dates with them I think it's Bournemouth Southampton and Oxford yeah. they're playing London tonight but I'm not playing but I'm going to go down and see the guys anyway because they like my Liverpool local when's that tonight yeah yeah I'm off club so uh, okay I'm just plugging for them uh, um, yeah it should be a fun night I've never been to well, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to the football tonight oh but, yeah uh, afterwards I might pop down because yeah, I'd like to see the boys as well club, come yeah. and have a little the really cool a drink life. afterwards yeah yeah. Uh, yeah I wouldn't get there till after they finish I don't reckon but I might be able to Cool. They, 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 Come and say hello. Just two guys on stage. I on know. The yeah, they've been in. In fact, they covered my radio show when I was off in Australia. Really? Didn't they? Did they? Did they do one of the covers? I think so. Or they were yeah. going to, and then they didn't. I'm pretty sure they did. That'd so, be crazy. Yeah. I need to listen yeah. to this and catch up. Uh, yeah, it's on catch up if yeah. it's there, or if I'm made up, <laughs> then I'll, let's I'll, just do it. Let's just bring <laughs> them in anyway. next time. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh no, it fell through. Good, they didn't oh. do it. I, <laughs> I knew it was it was in the pipeline, but they've yeah, been yeah. they've been on it twice. So. Yeah, they're yeah. cool guys. They're good, uh, they're good lads. Yeah. And you, so you three must have a lot of fun when you're. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all on the same label. We seem to have a good time together. I hope you like me. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's convenient because I'm by myself as well. Just yeah. to travel with them, and it's there's one space in the van always for me. Hopefully, and they're always going from the same part of the country. Yeah, Denmark. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> from Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the EP's out, and then uh, what? Is there a plan for an album? What's the next? Um, I might sprinkle out maybe another EP. Okay. I might I might do like a like a season box set thing going on. Okay, like drop nice. one at the end of the year, maybe an album the next year. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to just to, to sprinkling some music out there, baking some tunes in the beatery to to throw out to the people. Nice. Yeah. Um, and and so, what makes you decide? whether to do uh, another EP or whether to go for like how what will you factor into the decision making process um, of that probably just how the tunes are going I think yeah. um, the guys at the label Mick Martin and Marianne they always have a nice input to, to talk to them Shout who out does to them. Maid Marion uh, Mick, Mick Martin Mick Marianne. Martin and Marion Mick yeah. Martin and Maid Marion <laughs> Maid Marion that's what I mean they're all, they're all there and they always seem to, to like the music that I send over so hopefully nice. we can send it out in little EP snippets well I, I'm definitely going to keep a bit of a better eye on High Store here because they've that's two, yeah, two now that I've cool liked. Yeah, exactly. So I'll keep a closer eye yeah. on that. So we are going to play. What are we going to play? Coffee shop. We're Coffee play. shop. Coffee shop. Thanks so much for coming in. It's been a pleasure. And, um, yeah, uh, really enjoying your work. So thanks, uh, thanks for making it. Thanks for, for all tuning and, in, listening, guys. Uh, do you want to introduce Coffee Shop? Yeah, this is my tune, Coffee Shop. Enjoy. <laughs> The Joey Page Show, every Wednesday from 2 till 4 p.m. All right, I'm now very, very excited to welcome for my money the best um, guitar and drum combo in the whole of the UK. I reckon the future headliners of the Pyramid Stage at Glastonbury, in my opinion, one of my favourite bands. It's Drenge. Hello, Owen. Hi. How's it going? See, that was way more professional than what we did just now. Yeah. No, um, it's good. Uh, how are you doing? You all right? I'm all right, yeah. It's, it's great to have you back on. I had you on about three years ago when I first started doing the show, so it's like a little personal landmark for me to have you back on. Um, oh. And um, I'm going to start by saying, where have you been? Because it's been Ooh. three years, pretty much, since you've um, released stuff, apart from, obviously, in the last few months. And I came to see you in Brighton at the Grand Reopening. We'll talk about that in a bit. But 
what what have you been doing since the last album came out other than obviously playing that record for a bit on tour uh, uh, yeah, well, we've just been, we've just kind of like been working on it and, uh, you know, just kind of taking our time and, you know, trying to make, trying to make our best record so far, learning to, learning to cook, reconnecting with our loved ones. That's kind of been our, our vibe for the past couple of years. But yeah, we're happy to be back. And, and have you genuinely been learning to cook? Oh, no, I, I was pretty kind of proficient in cooking before, but then like when you're touring, you don't have kind of regular access to a kitchen no. that, that often so so kind of like spending a bit of time in my kitchen's a big you know that's like a big luxury for me yeah like a good bit of escapism yeah yeah, yeah love cooking you. um do you is there something that you're like well into cooking at the minute like a certain cuisine or a certain dish or <sighs> yeah like like beans at the moment i'm really into like cooking beans like cannelloni beans, butter okay. beans, bortoli beans, green beans, runner beans. Just all the beans. Yeah, it it kind of it. I can't really sell it. It's not like <laughs> it doesn't, it's not, not being a sold very sexy to really, no thing to like sell down the phone. But once you once you kind of like you know if you do the beans with a bit of you know garlic and a bit of you know olive oil and keep it you know keep it simple. Keep it simple. You oh. know you can uh, extract some delicious flavours. All right, I'll bear that in mind because uh, that sounds like a good thing uh, for being on a bit of a budget as well. The old beans. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, first of all, the the new single which I'm going to play out when we finish this interview came out yesterday, last night, and um, yeah. it's amazing. Like I was in a proper bad mood yesterday. And then when I heard it, I was like, yeah, come on. And then, like, I've listened to it about eight times today already. I really genuinely think it's one of your best songs. Oh, cheers, man. Thanks a lot. Um, so that's going to be on the new EP that comes out in October, Autonomy. Yeah. And the tracks are already uh, been listed, so I take it they're already done in the can. Yeah. What can yeah. you tell us about the EP? Uh, the EP is kind of like... It's kind of like a taster taster menu. Okay. It's like um, our, uh, you know, like if you go to if you go to a restaurant and there's a set set meal and you can have you can have either starter and mains or mains and dessert. Yeah. This is like the starter before the main, I guess. Right. Okay. And so is this kind of like almost like a signpost for we've been doing a lot of cooking with beans and we just want to prepare you for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is maybe like a kind of um, if uh, you imagine you're in a kind of Italian trattoria style <laughs> thing, and the and the old man in the kitchen kind of comes out and kind of like brings a small plate of beans cooked with butter and sage, and uh, and you know a little bit of little bit of um, like black pepper, and it's very simple, but it's very kind of homely. That's like that's what this is before you know your big secondi right okay and so um notably this dance isn't on the ep so obviously you brought that out as like a standalone single so what's what's the deal with that is that like going to be something that might appear on your next album or did you just put that out because you had it and then that's done and you've moved on to the ep and then you're going to move on to an album or what's the uh we'll probably stick it on the album yeah yeah still kind of still kind of getting our heads around what that's going to be but we mm. thought we thought like It'd be nice. It'd be nice to to bring that out as our first piece of music, even though it's not 
on this on this EP, mm. uh, and it's probably like a signpost that we don't really kind of have a clue what we're doing, <laughs> well, and we're just kind of making it up as we go along, but in a kind of like you know nicely kind of positive, joyous way that you know that sort of stuff comes along. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that you quite enjoy not really knowing what you're doing, because to the the untrained eye, it looks sort of like there's a mysterious plan. It's like what? Oh are they yeah, so they're up to well, that, something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's the that's the that's the idea, but like behind the scenes it's like lots of kind of you know, bits of canvas over walls and kind mm. of people coming plasterers are coming in and it, yeah, it's a bit of a kind of mess backstage. Right. Um now you guys since from the first album to the second album, you seem to really develop your sound that kind of took you away from a lot of bands that you were being kind of compared with at the time and kind of really turned you into your own sound and your own sort of like almost like I couldn't think there's anyone to compare you to now, which is obviously really brilliant. So for the new stuff that you're working on that's going to be on this EP and possibly on the album, how would you say that the sound might have changed a bit from from the last album, or is it kind of sticking with the same formula? Um, I think if there was like um, if there was like a B tech in traditional songwriting, mm. I've kind of like been on that B tech, whatever that is. So I've looked at I've looked at songs a bit more and tried to kind of like understand what what they are and what they do, and um, and I think I think like having done Undertow after. The, our first record Drenge we just kind of like we kind of stopped thinking about you know limiting ourselves with instruments and sounds and and we just you know we just kind of want to express ourselves as freely as possible mm. without kind of the instructions that, the restrictions that we kind of put on ourselves when we started the band just you know guitar drums vocals uh, just kind of like keeping it easy and now we just kind of want to get you know as messed up and have as much fun as we can nice and because you really seem to as well like looking at your instagram and your twitter which like are both really hilarious and then um on the albums you're always quite um in a really weirdly empowering way like they're sort of very sort of um macabre and a bit sort of earnest but then in real life you seem like you're having the best time so when you're writing songs what what are you drawing on to kind of have such a, a sort of drastic change well, I think uh, I don't know. I think I think I haven't learned quite yet how to write a funny song, and I'm still kind of like looking looking for a way to kind of like stick some funny stuff in there. Mm. Um, so, you know, if it was if you went on our, our if you went on our um, you know social social network yeah. stuff, and it was just like us going like really sad today. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> can't like really deal with what's going on in the world right now and you paired that with our music you'd probably kind of like go oh those guys seem a bit miserable yeah. so we try and um you know it's like it's like uh you know adding adding sour you know vinegar to a soup with a little bit of salt just trying to balance out the flavors he's really been doing moods. a lot of cooking <laughs> Yeah, yeah, tons of cooking, yeah. yeah. Um, also, a quick word for, for any listeners that don't know this, because I didn't really know it until I was doing a bit of snooping around just now before the interview. Um, if you haven't got any Drenge merch, you need to go on the website, because you've got some incredible pieces on there, no less the uh, Christmas spree- screen print of um, you guys doing a sort of Home Alone <laughs> um, <laughs> impression yeah. on a tea towel. 
and, yeah. the, and the grand yeah, reopening poster is also really hilarious there's like loads of good stuff so go and get some drainage merch if you haven't oh, um, thanks now, for the endorsement yeah now um You've got a few gigs coming up. Uh, most notably for me is uh, Fruit in Hull because it's closing down. Um, a, a venue that I've uh, I've played at as well. Um, and it was. Am I right in thinking it was your first headline gig outside of Sheffield? I I think so. Yeah. You mm. know, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit. That's what you're selling fact, it as. So. But I go through. I've been through all my emails just to kind of like <laughs> double check and triple check. And yeah, I think that was the first time that we were. We were kindly invited out by some young young promoters who were putting on. I think it was their first or second night, mm. and uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a fun evening. I think. Yeah, it'll be sad to see it go. Though. It's a great venue. Um. Well, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like they're on to do other things within the city, and um, you know, I hope uh, hope Hull remains a significant capital of culture within the UK. Wow. So it's a slightly kind of special and. Uh, massively misunderstood city in my opinion but um, oh yeah but I we, totally we agree quite a lot yeah me too so yeah um, it's good that you're doing that and then also you're doing a Deer Shed Festival in Thursk ever been to Thursk before? not that I know of although no. we've got we've got quite a bit of family around there so I might have like I don't know I might have like driven through it when yeah. I was a kid and, and would the family be down to see you at the Deer Shed? Yeah, massive, massive guest list, like rammed full of all 120 of our cousins and Aunties. their partners and their kids. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's that side of the family where it all gets a bit, you know, you kind of like lose track of how many there are. Right. Well, but there might be there might be gagging. people getting in touch with you saying that they are part of the family just to try and get a free ticket. Yeah, well, you got to have the you got to have the tattoo. Yeah. Right to get in you know yeah well um there'll be there'll be uh tattoo parlors up and down the land just starting to sell drenched tattoos now oh i know it's a family tattoo oh it's you a family it. ta- right okay you i get it, sorry, I misunderstood. You, you right. get it on your 13th birthday <laughs> are, you, are you misunderstanding family with colt <laughs> <laughs> well you know maybe yeah um, and then also you're doing Truck Festival on the 21st of July uh, in Oxfordshire. Yep. Um, and then hopefully uh, you'll be doing some some shows when the EP's out. Or will you wait for the album? What's the plan after that? Uh, like I said. Don't know. Got, got no idea. Yet. No. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, but, um, but if you do... keeping it mysterious for that you That's know, for right. That yeah, yeah. Good. You're learning fast. Um, but if you do get a chance to see Drenge, they are amazing i've seen you guys i think i see it at the secret show you did at glastonbury and then at the old market when you did the grand reopening um and like you was out in the crowd doing a little um acapella kind of um acoustic bit and just really great live um in my opinion uh now you're off to in a minute you've got uh, a diaban practice for your shows that are coming up uh, yeah. over the weekend and stuff um so how can you just tell us a little bit about how a day uh, of practice goes for a band like yourself? Like, what will you be up to in, in those sort of four or five hours that you're practicing today? Well, I'm down here now. I've um, I've unlocked the gates and the room. I've turned on all the electricity. Um, I'll wait until uh, Rob and Rob, who are playing guitar and bass with us, turn up, and then we'll wait a little bit more until my brother turns up. Then we'll probably run through the set list for the final time and then we'll kind of like go through any kind of mistakes that we've 
uh, made or any any kind of things that need clearing up then we'll probably spend a couple of hours trying to like get all our equipment sounding as best it will when we play on stage and then we'll probably uh we'll pack we'll pack up and get ready because we're not practicing tomorrow and then uh we'll get picked up on friday morning stick it all in the van and go to the festivals cool well um i hope that you enjoy the festivals i'm really looking forward to the ep coming out um i'm massively massively in awe of this great new single that you've brought out uh before the war begins uh we're going to play it in a second and uh yeah thanks for coming on man it's been a pleasure to have you again no worries thanks for having me and uh me. yeah next time you're down in london come in and see us in the studio sure thing. Really love that yeah. nice one all right this is before the war begins thanks for your time man have a nice day okay cheers, thanks cheers a lot. bye joey page's full show is live every wednesday from 2 till 4 p.m uh, it's now time to be joined on the show. What an amazing moment for me and for the show in general. It's time to welcome to the show, Courtney Barnett. Hi. Yes. <laughs> I was really hoping that you was going to be there after that. <laughs> I was quite scared. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm going, I'm doing really well. Yeah. Good. And, and okay. you're in Cologne right now, right? Correct. Correct. And last night of the tour. Yeah, it's very, it's a sad, it's a sad day, but um, it's been a really fun tour, but you know, we'll be back on tour in a couple of weeks, so. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you've got such a mad schedule, because you're going basically uh, to America, in uh, literally in a couple of yeah. weeks, so how will you mm-hmm. um, use those couple of weeks, other than doing all your washing, will it be like, do you rest up, do you go and see family, how will you use that time, have you got work you've got to do, or... Yeah, all, all of those things. I'll, I'll definitely be doing some washing. I'll go see my grandma, catch up with friends. I'll, uh, uh, I've got a couple of gigs, actually, in Melbourne. Um, just a couple of little hometown shows and, yeah, just milk records, work, and I don't know. There's mm-hmm. always stuff. I, I just so there. admire your work rate, Courtney, because you literally are either perpetually on tour or outputting music which is obviously great for all of us fans but um i, I want to crack into a fairly i start with a fairly serious question um i know like mm. that in your music um and both like in the press you've talked in the past about uh, your relationship with like uh, how you suffer from depression and stuff like that but you seem mm. to have such tremendous drive which is not something that's normally synonymous with um you mm. know being sort of hampered by that so i wondered what's the secret basically uh, oh, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, I think I've gone through phases in my life of, um, of kind of, uh, I don't know, of that, finding that motivation from somewhere. Um, but yeah, I'm not quite sure what it is. I just kind of try to, to keep on, uh, keep on doing things and making yeah. things and try to, trying not to spend too much time thinking or dwelling about about the success or the or the no success of it just kind of trying to keep on doing it well what we shall do then is not dwell on it <laughs> i reckon and uh, <laughs> but no but congratulations because i think seriously that is a tremendous feat that you managed to work so diligently and so sort of like all the time um with, with stuff like that sometimes going on in the background um now 
I know that you did All Points East uh, just recently. Yeah. Uh, a stone's far away from, from where I am. And uh, you was on the same day as uh, Kylie Minogue and Nick Cage. Um, so it was a bit of an Australia day. Um, I was wondering whether you got a chance yeah. to hang out or see those guys or if you've met them before or was you like, it doesn't really matter to me in the slightest that we're all from the same country. Well, uh, no, I'm a big fan and um, I, I saw the show... Um, I saw Kylie get up with Nick. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. A great moment. And and did you get to have a chat with him backstage? Have you met him before Nick Cave or No, I haven't. But um but um yeah, it's you know, it was, it was a, it was a, a great, a a great, great show. little uh, Maybe I'll meet him one day. Yeah. Um now another thing I wanted to ask you, obviously food plays like a big part in your music because it gets mentioned lots of times and like with tracks like Sunday Roast and things like that. Um I basically wondered um if that's something that you think about or does it just sort of come out sort of esoterically um when you're writing or is it something that you you like are you a good cook? How does it play a part in your life? Oh, um I no, I'm not really. Um I I've never really had too much practice cooking. I don't know why. I um but um, I, you know, I think food and well, just the idea of community and you know, sharing food with friends and loved ones is um, a big part of my life. And um, I think uh, I don't know, it always works its way, works its way into songs. Sure, and um, I f- I feel like that always comes across in your music, and especially on your new album, which um, I personally want to take the time to say that um, it's a really brilliant album, and I've really enjoyed having it uh, in my headphones. So thanks for making such a great album. Oh, thanks. Um, Thank you. And for those of you that aren't in the know and haven't got it, it's called Tell Me How You Really Feel and it's out now. Um, however, uh, what I wanted to ask you um, about it was uh, you have Jen, who's your partner. She uh, plays with you uh, on tour and on some of the album. And I just wondered um, if that is something that uh, you always kind of wanted from the start or did it happen kind of just sort of as like a happy accident or how did you end up working with Jen? Um, yeah, I guess we... Um, I, I, I played on her last two albums. Sure. Um, yeah, it just I mean, it just kind of happened, I guess, because... She needed a guitarist, and um, she had an older band, but um, you know some some of them had kind of moved away and moved on to other projects. And um, so yeah, she was making that new album, and and I started playing playing on it. Yeah. And that really also brings in the feel of like like you say how you like to really sort of celebrate this idea of friendship and like togetherness to have the people closest to you working with you. And I know that you recorded it. Um, not too far away from where you live as well. And it mm. does really... Yeah. Do you find that when you meet fans and things, that because of um, those themes and the way that you work, you often feel like maybe they've got a sense of real familiarity? Because I feel like, even though obviously I've never spoken to you, never met you, I also feel like, ah, oh, if if we could get in the studio, then we'd go out and be mates. And does that happen quite a lot? And does that get like slightly <laughs> annoying? Uh, it's a pretty nice... Uh, it's a nice... A nice feeling, I guess. Um, I don't know. You say that till we get you in here, and you're like, "Oh God, this guy wants to come to the pub with us." Then you'll be like, "Right, I've got to start being slightly more abrasive towards people." (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I think it's nice to be able to just, um, you know, talk and, and share um, share stories and share kind of conversation with whoever, you know, without sure. the sense of, um, of uh, I don't know, different levels of whatever. Sure. Um, and one other thing I wanted to ask you was, obviously, um, you brought out the album... Uh, a lot of sea lice with Kurt Vile, who's another one of my big mm. favourite artists. Um, and you guys seem to just have like the most amazing time on that record together. Like, there's lots of silliness on there, like to the point of mm. like, little lines like "nanny nanny poo poo" and things like that. And just you seem like you were just yeah. having a real laugh. Um, I just wonder how much of that was the reality. Like, were you guys genuinely a bit like kindred spirits or? Um, was yeah, it slightly yeah. more professional than that? I mean, uh, it was pretty relaxed. You know, we um, uh, we, we didn't really plan to make a whole album. We just kind of planned to make a song, and and it kept uh, just kind of naturally growing. And yeah, it was pretty fun. You know, we just had we didn't really spend uh, we didn't have much time to do it because he mm. was on tour in Australia at two separate times, and so. Um, yeah, it wasn't kind of too. Uh, it didn't get too serious or uh, yeah, overly overly professional. It was just um, a really casual kind of fun and and happy. Uh, and and it really experience. came across as like a real like you just basically had a real good laugh making it. Courtney, thank you so much for coming on. Um, enjoy your last night of the tour. And if you haven't heard the album, go and get it. If you haven't heard the new single, which we're about to play, Need a Little Time, uh, then please go out and support Courtney because she's a brilliant, fantastic artist. Uh, Courtney, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. You Thanks too. Take care. See ya. Bye. And this is uh, Need a Little Time by Courtney Barnett, uh, the Queen of Bolognese. I don't know a lot about you, but Well, I hope you enjoyed that little mixed bag of interviews taken from my Fubar radio show. If you'd like to listen to the full show, which includes features and all the songs from all the artists that you've heard in these interviews and many, many more, then tune in every Wednesday from 2 till 4 live or go to foobarradio.com for the podcast.